everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today with me, I have back Jean Andrus to um, to continue her year of growth series and just uh, share with her, with us, with all of you, uh, some parts of the journey that sometimes don't get shared, which I love that she's willing to do that because she knows it'll benefit you. So uh, welcome, Jean. Hi, Cassie. It's so good to be back at doing this. I, it's, I'm so excited. Uh, as you all remember, Jean is the menopause guru and, you know, she helps w- women who are struggling with those symptoms of menopause to lessen or get rid of them. So tell me what's awesome right now. So I shared this morning in the group that I had won something in a uh, contest that my one of my photographer friends was running to relaunch her website. And I won the most incredible crown that you have ever seen. I mean, it is gorgeous. It's amazing. And I can't wait to have it. I, if, if it were here today, I'd probably have it on. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, I talk about menopause as the crowning of our lives and that we get to be, we get to go from um, the mom to the truly the empress. And Mm -hmm. I love that now that now I have this like real thing. Yes. (laughs) So well, because I've never, you know, I've never owned a tiara. I've never done anything quite like that. But um, I really think that's, that's so cool. It just feels so good. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. I had no idea like they just made those things to be purchased or given away. No. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just really, really awesome. So I'm really excited about that. Good. I'm excited too. So you'll get to try it on. Yes. Just like I got to try on your Jimmy Choo's. (laughs) Yes. I get to try the crown. I was like my first question. This is awesome. Second question. When I'm out there, can I, can I try it on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. So, um, tell me what, so the last interview that we did, you heard, you had just been to Denver. It was 36 hours post Denver, stepping into your future self, amazing cocktail party and time with friends and just like everything, lesson after lesson, everything was amazing. Um, so I'm just going to let you pick up with what happened after that interview. So I don't know that it was right away, but not very long after that everything started to feel off and to feel wrong and to feel scary again and to feel um and not not the good scary because that um, you and i have talked about the good scary when things are going well and it's just a little bit frightening but it feels like a like getting on the roller coaster for me yeah Uh, this was the oh my God, how am I back in this pit again? Kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And that that has la- had lasted up until late last week, had lasted several weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it was, it, it felt horrible. I 
didn't feel like working, I would get up in the morning and I'd say, I'll meditate and I'll script and I'll get to work and I'd meditate maybe, or I'd forget it. And then I'd try and script and I couldn't get past, I woke up. Mm -hmm. And I'd try and step into my future self and it was like she had left the room. <laughs> And there was no one there to step into. I just felt lost. Yeah. And so uh, you told us a little bit about scary. I think that's pretty clear. Like you felt like your future self was gone. You felt lost. Everything felt off and wrong. Is this something you felt before? Not in this way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt, I felt lost. I felt scared. I felt uh, discouraged mm -hmm. many times before, but what, what felt wrong, so wrong about this was that three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I was flying high. I had the day in Denver and what turned into a day and a half in Denver <laughs> <laughs> was just so amazing and so wonderful. And I could feel that feeling behind everything that I was feeling. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but Absolutely. I, could, I could remember that feeling and I could almost touch it, but it was like, what did you just do? You, you were a fraud. You were, I had all those feelings and they were, you know, they're similar to what I felt before, but I think more than that, it, there was a feeling that I lost what I had and mm -hmm. I couldn't find it. So I, it was in a way harder and in a way easier because I knew, I knew she was there, but I just didn't know how to reach her. Mm -hmm. so, so it felt like you lost what you had had. Say more about that. So from the time I left, oh, from the time, you know, from the time I packed to get to for Denver and packing included just meant having a <laughs> right <laughs> and, you know so it was super easy but from the time I went I started there till the time I got back from Denver I I don't think I was my old self for a minute right I was always my future self in that in that moment and she felt comfortable and she felt good and she felt like me there was no division between me and her. Yeah. So I had that. I had the space where I was living in that. And, and honestly, I would say for the last six months, I have been more living in her space than in my space, my old self space. I don't yes. want to say it's my self space, but the, the old self space was just diminishing and diminishing and diminishing. And I was getting all the way over here into to my and you can't see my hands but <laughs> I'm talking with my <laughs> but I was getting into the space where I was her full time mm -hmm. yes I was the one talking to my client she was the one talking to my clients that future self was the one who was writing the emails and writing the facebook posts and deciding what to do every day and my the the self that I put away was, was there in the background saying, Hey, this is great. I like this. Yeah. But when I moved into that space, when I got back and sort of dropped out of her, 
my future self, it felt so awful because Mm -hmm. that's who I want to be. So even when I was helping my clients or going to my Toastmaster meetings or talking with you or going to a group call or just hanging out with my husband, it was all the old way. Mm-hmm. And I could just gra- grasp little it's bits and pieces. You'd ask me, what, where, when did she show up? And I think, and there was that one little glimmer of what she did during the week. Mm-hmm. And, but it, other than that, I was, I was starting to feel discouraged again. I was starting to feel unconnected to my clients and to my practice and to my future self. Mm-hmm. And I want to point, cause there was a, I think it was maybe a week after, right? This, so we've talked, you've talked about how this wasn't immediate. There was a space about a week out where it was scary first. Yeah. Cause I remember you said it's, I feel scared. I feel this. And you said, but it's okay. I can do this. I've done it when I'm scared before. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I can do that now. Um, so do you think there was a transition from scary into sort of not feeling her at all? I think there was, and, and part of it is, um, I wasn't completely well, uh, mm-hmm. physically. Yeah. So I had a couple of things go wrong physically where I wasn't feeling my best. And then I caught some poison ivy and had a major allergic reaction and it just all sort of snowballed. And I, I really, I know that I am more vulnerable to the ickies, whatever the ickies may be when I'm not thriving. So it happens to my clients. It happens a lot of times when they're going on through some major changes there, it's like they, they rebel. And so I knew that as I was doing this, it was a lot of it was this sort of rebellion of um, my, some part of myself that said, stay safe, stay small, stay where you are. This new thing is big and scary. And you just, you don't want to do that. That's scary. You might get hurt. Mm -hmm. So it was tough. Um, Yeah. I think there was a part there that it, that was probably the first step down a slippery slope and I wound up sliding all the way to the bottom. Yeah. And looking at it, do you think that that's what happened is sort of you had this slippery slope that you couldn't stop or do you think this is sort of just what happened afterwards? Mm-hmm. What happened afterwards? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. I understand. Do you think that you could have consciously stopped this slide or do you think it's just something that was like, okay, I got scared. I got a little more scared. I was a little more vulnerable physically. So I got ill, which di- didn't allow me to like sort of grab onto the slippery slope. Like, do you think it's something that you consciously could have stopped or do you think it's just part of the process? I think it's part of the process. I agree. I, I think, you know, I, I think if I had tried to stop it, mm-hmm. that it would really be, I'm, I'm going to just adjust the screen just a little bit. Okay. Just a little more. Sure. <laughs> I think I would have been more, I would have been faking it. 
Mm-hmm. I think I had to go there and I had to feel this feeling again. Mm-hmm. And I had to know that, that I was, comp- I was different. I think I knew that in a, in a lot of ways, but I think too, I didn't know that I didn't have it firmly centered in myself that I used to live this way, scared and chasing and desperate and a little bit on the depressed side. And I had to learn that that isn't who I am anymore. Mm, Say more about that. So the person I am is the person who isn't desperate, who knows that the clients are out there and the universe has my back and all of these wonderful things that I've learned in the last year, two years, whatever, whatever it's been as we go through this, I, I have become a different person. And people say that to me, Mm -hmm. people like you and like Ginny and Michelle. And a lot of people have said that to me. They said, they'll tell me how different I look and feel and act, but I've been doing it gradually day by day. So you don't always see it in your own, own self. So Mm -hmm. when I fell back into that and it felt so unnatural, Mm. so not me. Yeah. And then I could see that it wasn't that different from who I was before. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at, but it didn't feel good. So I was, I, it really brought home to me that I am not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can see it without the contrast because you move so slowly into it or I did. <laughs> yeah, because it was gradual. And we talked about this before, right? So the first time that we worked together was February 26th of 2016. So we're almost at two and a half years. And in that time, so you, would you say... February 26, 2016, you were sort of that depressed, graspy, or do you think you'd grown a little bit past that? I would say I was probably that depressed, graspy person. And I, the reason I say that, I, I had grown to the point where I knew that things could be different, mm-hmm. but I didn't know they could be different for me. Mm, say more. Like, so I, I think my first statement comment question to you was when we were at um, at our publishers at Angela's castle. And I think I said something to the effect of I'm the person who broke the law of attraction. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one it doesn't work for. And I, I was desperately looking for the magic fix, mm-hmm. uh, which I ha- still haven't found, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there is no magic there fix. There is no one. Yeah, you just, have to, you just have to do the work and change. But I was, I was looking for what was it that I was doing wrong? Why wasn't this working for me? Why, why would I believe that I was believing and focusing and expecting and all of those things that they tell you in the secret and the nine zillion other books that have been written about the law of attraction. 
why wasn't it really happening for me? Why had I been struggling so long and why did I continue to struggle? So when, when I, you and I got on the phone together, you, it was about this person who was desperate to make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now do you know why the law of attraction wasn't working? It wasn't working because I was doing it all on the surface. I wasn't the person for whom it worked. Yes. I was the person for whom it didn't work. That's what I believed about myself. And that's who I was. Mm. So it didn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered what you, what like thing you did, right? It wouldn't have I could have, I, I could, I wrote, what are those? <laughs> affirmations. affirmations? Yes. <laughs> yes. I wrote those <laughs> affirmations. I said them all. I did the meditations. I had the, the, you know, the guided visualizations. I wrote my ideal client. I wrote my future life. Um, but I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the difference? Like, why do you think you believe it now? Well, I guess the first question is, do you believe it now? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I already knew the answer, but maybe I should ask it so everybody else knows. <laughs> everybody else knows, yes. So what's the difference? Um, the difference is now that I go out and I live my future self. Mm -hmm. I really did when I came to Denver. I, I dressed up. I got my makeup done. I had my hair done. I had my nails done. And they're hideous today, but <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow is manicure day. <laughs> uh, see, that's the thing I love. Tomorrow's manicure day. Like, right? It's not, it's temporary. <laughs> it's, te it's temporary. I've been working in the garden all weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, I am the person for whom it works. So mm -hmm. it's not like, I'm the person who's sitting here waiting to see if it'll work. Yeah. Observing whether it works. I'm just simply the person for whom it works. Mm -hmm. And it took a long, it took a long time. I fought a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and I had a discussion the other day in the, on the enchanted circle call where we both called ourselves your most stubborn client. ever. <laughs> But the funny thing is last in Jan, in April, I went to Denver and Michelle and I both did hundred thousand dollar manifestation photo shoots. Yes. So while we are perhaps your most stubborn clients, <laughs> also like your most successful clients. Yeah. Right. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> and even through all of this, I've managed to manifest about $7,000. I had no idea was coming in. Right. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of the backslide. It's not even a, it's a slide down. It's not a backslide. It's yeah, just, it, yeah, it just was. Exactly. Like that's, it just was, it just was whatever we want to call it or whatever it means. If it's, if it was just that you needed a glimpse of who you used to be to make it real clear who you are, and real clear that you don't want to be that person anymore, right? Don't want to be her. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be her at all. 
which is awesome because if there was any part left that thought maybe it'd be easier to go back there, right? Like that part's gone because you're clear, like, nope, not my life, not happening. Not her. <laughs> and, and that doesn't mean I don't have a whole lot of compassion for her. Right. I think that's, I, I think I have to say that who I was, was who I was brought up to be, who I was created as the struggles, the path that I believe I chose to take. Mm -hmm. However, that, however that works, Yep. I chose to be on the path that put, that put me going through years of corporate life and then going through years of struggle over trying to develop a business that perhaps isn't the most natural thing in the world for me to be doing. <laughs> it's not working with computers in a back room somewhere. That's really natural for me. But I chose this whole path because that's the person my clients need me to be. Yeah. And so the person that I was is simply part of who I am now, mm -hmm. but I don't have to wallow in those feelings of her being stuck because right. she's come through it. Absolutely. Which is awesome. Um, so I don't want to, um, good stuff. And I want to make sure we talk about this $7,000, right? So in the midst, and I want to talk in a second, sort of how the, I don't know. You got the ladder out of the slide, however one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the seven thousand dollars sort of just showed up, right? It was <laughs> the other day in a one-on-one call, and you're like, "Oh yeah," and then six thousand dollars coming in for the. I said, "What?" <laughs> because you just said it like, "Oh yeah, six thousand dollars is showing," and and I knew about the other the other thousand, little more than a thousand that makes it over seven thousand. But it was, it wasn't a huge deal. It, it wasn't. It was as if it, you know, has always just comes in like that, right? Yeah. Which is a great sign of who you have become, even when there is a moment, whether it's a day or a couple of weeks or a few weeks where you feel this sort of former self stuff, you're still the money manifester that you have become. Yes. And you are still taken care of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. And the, you're right. It was sort of like no big deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a big deal in that it solves several problems right. in its existence. Um, but I had forgotten about my house insurance and I was mm -hmm. a little bit late on paying it. And it was, I really didn't have the money set aside for it. So it was sort of like, oh shoot, I don't want to have to do this and this and this to get that money. And I hope this isn't going to put a, put us in a bind. Well, the next day, day I went to the mailbox and opened up the mailbox and there was another check from the IRS saying, Oh, this is a refund. We forgot to send you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was for a little awesome. over a thousand dollars. So it was, it was sort of like, Oh, okay. And interestingly enough, uh, yesterday, Saturday, 
the mail showed up with another little tiny, really tiny check from the IRS. But it was just sort of like, oh, just remember when you need it, I'll send you a little more. Yes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which is so different from the person who this doesn't work for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How does it feel to be the person it works for and it just shows up? It's not even, it doesn't even take a lot of effort anymore, I don't feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I think the difference in the way it feels is this feels so much lighter. Mm -hmm. It feels like I don't have to do it all. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's so true for my clients. I'm just, as you're asking the question, I'm seeing it. It's like we come through our lives as moms and workers and community members and all feeling like we have to do it all. Mm -hmm. And the feeling that we can say somebody else is going to take care of this is, is a really awesome feeling. And it's the ability to step back and let that happen where you don't have to force it Mm -hmm. is really cool. And I'm just sort of putting that into a some context around how I work with my clients and what they're feeling. Yeah. Because we, we do, we get in that, we get stuck in that space where we're the ones who have to change the diapers and make the meals and go to work and manage the money and make sure the volunteering gets done and all of those other things that we do. And we get to this point in our lives where we have a little less of those kinds of responsibilities and we can step back and say things just come easily Mm. and that just feels so good things can things just come easily right Mm -hmm. so let's talk about how um I'm going to say you got out of this place, but I think we'd both agree. Like that's not what happened. It wasn't this action oriented. Here are the five steps I took to get out of this place that didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? So the, the good thing is I never stopped talking with you, meeting with you, uh, pulling out my journal to, to script a little bit or at least paying attention to who that person used to be and noticing when she did show up my future self yes noticing when she showed up and sometimes it took going to a group call and you had saying how did your future self show up today and me having to say boy i hope she doesn't call me first <laughs> maybe she'll just skip me and and but in doing that i'm still i was still looking around for those little glimpses of what what she brought to the table mm-hmm. and how she was still supporting who i was even in this space that was pretty icky yeah wasn't fun. One of the things that's on my feeling triggers is driving from living on the North shore of Lake Pontchartrain, driving down into New Orleans, because every time I do and the, and the sun is shining, it feels like I'm going to the beach. Mm-hmm. I, it just looks like the beach. It feels like the beach or on, on this great big oh. lake. 
there's not a lot of horizon to, to look at. You're just looking at water. And it feels so good and it triggers in me those feelings. And I think for a couple of weeks I didn't go down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I had something where I had to go down three or four days in a row. And even though the weather was not not perfect, as I started driving and the weather started, I'd get glimpses of sun and I'd feel it shining on the water and just the difference that that made. And because I'd been triggering that feeling with my drives over the lake, it was so much better to, it, it, I just felt better as I <laughs> drove over the lake. Yeah. So I, it was starting to notice all those little things and starting to realize that I had a choice. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to stay in that place. Mm-hmm. And so I made it my business to be in positive spaces, to step away from a little bit of negativity that was floating in my, in my realm mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just let myself have the time and space to feel better. Mm-hmm. So it really was a positive choice. I love that. And what I also heard, and I don't know if you put this together, is it's, you used all of the tools that we've developed over the last two and a half years, right? Yes. Noticing, paying attention, like to what is good, what you do want, making clear choices about what you want, like realizing your power, like all of the things that we've worked on have Mm -hmm. now become ingrained. And so they are they are what they are. They're the automatic, right? Not the yes. like, this isn't working, but the things that work are your automatic go-tos. Yeah, very much so. Which is awesome. I, like I said, I think the one thing that didn't work was scripting, which was funny because I, I guess I could just could not step far enough forward into her to see that day that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I will say, I do, I think it did work because you could get, okay. I woke up and you could remember enough of her to bring her into the day, which is why I always have you guys much to your disliking <laughs> start that way because that's how we remember, right? It's that one instead. And I've heard this from other clients. Yeah. It's like, if I could just say that in my head, I can tap back into her. And so I think it was the fact that you were willing, that you were open to her, that like, maybe you couldn't script through the day. So technically it didn't seem like it worked, but you were willing to continually right. have the conversation and continually invite her to the table and invite her into the situation and, and to see what you could of her. Yeah, you're right. And I, yeah. And in the past you wouldn't have tried. No, I wouldn't have. Right. You would have, you would have not scripted cause you were in this place or you would have tried once and not done it. But I think it's that continual, like, no, I do want to be her. I am going to fight for her. I'm going to work to tap back into her. That, that is part of it. And I think it's important. The reason I'm highlighting it is more for you as well to see how far you've come and also to, to the listeners that it's, everybody thinks it has to be this big, huge, I don't know, thing that you do to get unstuck. And sometimes it can be one minute of acknowledging like, 
I, I know my future self is still there. I'm going to try and tap into her. Even if I only get, I woke up <laughs> like I'm going to do it right. I'm going to keep doing the things that I know get me back to her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of doing the things that got me back to her. And especially, like I said, as I, um, and I actually, I agreed to do something that I was thinking, shoot, I should be working because I haven't gotten anything done. And I was back in that old um, writers, you know, write a thousand words a day or yeah. write 500 words a day. And that wasn't getting me anywhere. And anything I produced in that state was not going to be fit for consent for, for <laughs> right? my, my people. Yeah. Um, so I was like, the first day I drove down of these three days that I had to go across the lake because I had said I would do something. Um, I was like resenting that I had said it and saying, well, you know, I should have, I should have stayed and worked and I shouldn't be giving myself this kind of time off. And it was gloomy when I went down, it was like raining mm -hmm. and I turned around and as I, came back across the lake the sun was shining and the water was sparkling and it was just amazingly gorgeous and it was sort of like yeah this is why you came <laughs> <laughs> right this is it this is why i said yes to this right this is why i said yes to this yes. I, I mean, it, yeah it was a good thing that i did but it was also this amazing trip across the lake that just re it reconnected me to that uh, that person who goes to the beach across mm -hmm. the causeway or, and I know, I mean, I know most causeways are to the beach are much shorter than my causeway trip, but it's sort of, a, it was, yeah. it's, it just felt better. Yeah. I love it. And so before we wrap up, I want to hit on the one thing that we haven't talked about that I think also got you through this. And that is that you didn't judge yourself pretty much the whole time. I would say that you didn't, but I don't know. That's a hundred percent, but I would say if you did, it was minimal and you can clarify that. Yeah. I think that, I think so. I, I didn't judge a whole lot. I, there were days I did nothing but the old play solitaire all day. Mm -hmm. Really. <laughs> and I, hopefully my husband won't hear this and say that's what you did for a month <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I but it was it I knew instinctively that I needed to allow myself space to process this mm -hmm. and maybe it could have gone a little easier or maybe not I don't know I, all I know is that's what it was and that's what it took this time and I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. And that's the key. Like you didn't fight it. You were okay with it. You didn't judge yourself like you would in the past. And that's what makes it go faster is there's no like drama train to get on. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is where I am. Um, and so what role I didn't does rewrite my resume? I didn't, <laughs> right. You didn't go down didn't all the job posting. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what's the role having a coach and having a place to go to, like you mentioned the Monday calls and like being forced to, to figure out how your future self showed up. What role did that play in pulling you 
forward and, and through this? I think it's the same thing that, that the other things that ground me in this future self, mm -hmm. the, the things that, ex, that create the feelings of being her, the things that the scripting, the, the sense that this is who I am, mm -hmm. not, and I, I'm starting to see that calling my future self her isn't really even right anymore. Right. It's her that past. used to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much most of the time her now. Yes. Um, and so it was, it's the sense that somebody else was accepting that and supporting me in that. And you said, post, call, text, do what you have to do to get through this. If you need support, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's all the support you need. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need specific knowledge and actions and, you know, feedback and all of those things. But sometimes you just need to know that somebody is there who acknowledges who you are. Yeah. And I think that's the role that you played in this. I, our talks were valuable, mm -hmm. but I don't think they were what really got me through. It was just touching back to her mm -hmm. often enough until I woke up one morning last week mm -hmm. and said, I don't need to be there anymore. I need to be yeah. who I am. Yep. I love it. Any final thoughts as we wrap up this interview? Now I'm even more excited for the next interview because <laughs> so many amazing things. I mean, amazing things are happening, which is, I'm going to again point out, amazing things still happen because when you've set everything in motion and you've cleared that path and you've believed in that, like things keep happening even when you go through something like this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, things, sh money showed up. Um, good things happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I just know that we are on the right path. And yeah. I know that the women who need to hear this are hearing it right now, mm -hmm. whether it's through my Facebook page or through this interview or something, someone hearing this and saying, my mom, my sister, my aunt, my best friend needs to go through a similar renaissance around their own body and menopausal journey. Oh, there's a company that's going out of business. <laughs> I'm sorry for them because they had cool stuff. Uh, and I just picked up for my clients, uh, wristbands bracelets. awesome let's say enjoy the journey oh yay that's fabulous so that's that's really exciting to just have have found that and at a tremendous discount and they're so cute that's amazing that's so fun yeah. cool and so if you think you might be john's client or you might know someone who is her client you can go to menopause.guru and check her out uh final thoughts as we say goodbye today i'm just excited for what comes out of the next month me too because it's gonna be freaking awesome 
Yes. <laughs> it's been an awesome first half of the year and it's going to get even, it's just, even getting, better. just getting better. I love it. Thank you for being here and thank you for sharing. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out Jean at menopause guru, menopause.guru and come back for her next interview to find out what awesome things <laughs> followed this amazing time, you know, followed just, you know, $7,000 showing up. <laughs> <laughs> And have a fabulous rest of your day. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.